0: Do you control your business or does your business control you? Well, without boundaries, your business and your clients are controlling you. So you're forced to sit at your laptop late at night and on weekends when you want to be spending time with your family. You're also forced to work overtime on projects when you really want to be watching your favorite show or taking time to invest in yourself personally or professionally. And definitely you don't have the time you want to practice self-care. Well, you have tuned into this episode, so that lets me know that you're ready to change this. So today, you're going to see why setting boundaries is not strict, how you can do it in a respectful way, how to communicate your boundaries to your clients, and then how to make sure that your clients stick to them, and so do you. So let's go ahead and dive into episode number 47. Welcome back to the More Than Capable Mompreneur podcast. I'm Shannon Baker, a coffee loving mompreneur that started as a virtual assistant and turned into a total systems geek. And I want to help you shift your mindset and embrace your worthiness while creating systems in your business so you can be more productive and build success on your own terms without the mom guilt. Are you loving that? Well, I hope you're ready for real conversations that will help you beat the perfectionists inside. Rediscover your strengths and up-level your self-love in the mom cracks of time so you can stop letting fear hold you back because you are enough and you do enough. We are more than capable mompreneurs. So grab your cup of coffee, some sparkling water, or pour a glass of your favorite wine and let's dive in. Boundaries, they're the invisible barriers that you need to create to identify a reasonable way for people to interact with you if they want your undivided attention. Never forget this, the only people that get mad at you for having boundaries and sticking to them are the ones that benefit the most by you not having them. Now I've seen this happen time and time again, especially among solopreneurs. We can get so caught up in pleasing our clients that we spend too much time working for them. So the line between work and family basically does not exist. Now, you may feel that you're providing the best service ever by operating like you're a 7-Eleven, but in reality, you're training your clients not to respect your time. Here's an example. Have you ever been cooking dinner and the phone rings? It's a client who has ghosted you and missed a deadline. So they say, I'm so sorry, I'm just getting to respond to your email. Now, I know I missed the deadline, but I still want to know if you will take care of this for me. Now, if you're a people pleaser, like I used to be, you say yes, even though you're irritated and you're gonna to have to work late at night to give them what they needed. Now you're also in a bad mood and your family doesn't have your full attention at dinner time. but your client's happy because they got what they want even though they didn't do their part and they miss the deadline. So guess what? This is going to keep happening unless you change how you operate. So today I'm gonna share three steps that you can take with your clients so you never have to feel obligated to put your business above your family or your free time again. Step number one, you need to establish these three boundaries. One, your office hours, two, specific times to respond to messages emails and to be on social media and three specific days and times for your business calls now let me backtrack and break those down one you need to set your office hours if you work a day job or when you used to work a day job you had hours whether they were nine to five nine to one whatever the case was you need to do the same for your business that puts a boundary around when you need to have focused client work as much as possible. Two, you need to designate specific times to respond to any messages that you receive, emails, and to be on social media. Why? Because we all know what happens. You lose track of time or you get sidetracked and pulled off of the task that you need to be focused on because you get an email notification or you start scrolling through social media, responding to messages, or we all know the rabbit hole of social media, you scroll and scroll and scroll. If you designate specific times to do this throughout the day, you have a designated time block to take care of those things so it doesn't distract you from your priorities. And then the third thing is you need to designate specific days and times for business calls. Again, Unscheduled calls interrupt your workflow. So set specific days for your calls and use an online scheduler to help you keep that boundary in place. These three boundaries will help you to be more focused on specific tasks, which means you're going to be more productive because you're less distracted. So again, you have to shift the way that you operate so that you can be more intentional with your time. And the great thing about these three boundaries is they're great parameters for time blocking your schedule, which I am a huge fan of time blocking. Now, if you wanna know how to organize your schedule this way, make sure you go back and listen to episode four because I explain how I use this game-changing method to get more accomplished without using a long to-do list. So now you may be wondering, How can you share these boundaries with your customers once you get them all lined up? Well, that's step number two. You need to communicate these boundaries. Whether you're new to this podcast or not, you should know I'm a huge fan of having a process for every repeatable thing you do in your business. And when it comes to client engagement and client management, you need to have a documented and automated process which really starts at the moment that they contact you online. That's really when onboarding begins because what happens at that point really gives them an inside look into the way that you operate your business. Now, there are three key pieces that you need in this process to create what I call super fans. Now, I go into these in detail in episode six of the podcast, but in a nutshell, once a client is ready to move forward and work with you, you should have a welcome process in place that communicates how people should work with you and what they can expect from you. Now, this is what's in my welcome email. I explain my hours of operation and my response policy, including the method that I use to communicate. I identify holiday closures for my business and my vacation notice policy. I have a referral reminder because who doesn't want referrals? And there's a confidentiality reminder. So, they know I will keep their proprietary information to myself. But that's not the only place you need this. These same policies are also in my service agreement. And when I have the initial onboarding call with my clients, I review these policies with them and allow them to ask any questions that they have. But that's not all. I also send a yearly reminder email to my clients so that this refreshes their memories and it also is a great place for me to let them know if any of my policies have changed. Now you may be wondering why I do all of this. Well, here's the thing, if you don't, you make it hard for your clients to understand how to best work with you. Clients want the best work from you as possible and these boundaries help you do your best work and honestly, your clients really will not mind. You're not being strict, you're being professional. And if you state your boundaries and expectations in a kind and respectful way, your clients are not gonna see you as being strict. They're gonna respect your professionalism. Now, how exactly can you do this with existing clients? Well, when this episode airs, it's almost the end of January. So now is the time for you to have a housekeeping call with your existing clients. Now one, I hope you have regular check-in calls with them, but if not, now's a perfect time for you to do so. And then you can let them know that you have these boundaries in place, or if you have some boundaries in place that you've been ignoring, now's a great time to refresh your memory on what they are, but also do the same for your clients. You can also send them an email which summarizes your policies, and then ask them if they have any questions and talk about it on the next call with you. The takeaway? Make sure you have the call. And then once everyone has been informed of your boundaries, you go to step number three. You need to stick to your boundaries. Now, this is the next biggest struggle that I see among solopreneurs. Your boundaries are meaningless if you don't have the discipline to stick to them. So you need to make a commitment to yourself and to your clients to protect your time. Now, keep this in mind. Business hours and working hours are not the same. Do not feel obligated to reply to emails or messages that come in after your business hours. You need to schedule emails to go out during business hours and respond to any other messages you receive the same way. Now, if you use Gmail, be sure to go back and listen to episode 46 because I share some time-saving hacks that you can use in Gmail, including scheduling your email responses. Now let's keep it real. Sometimes your clients are gonna know your boundaries but they still may seem to be sidestepping them. Now don't assume that they're expecting you to ignore your boundaries. They may simply have only had time to respond to your email late in the evening or over the weekend. But that doesn't mean that they expect you to reply as soon as possible. That just means that that's when life allowed them to respond. So stick to your boundaries. Respond during your working hours. And if you do nothing else, do this. Establish a main form of communication with your clients and keep as many conversations as possible in that place. Now, I use Slack with my clients, and that's where 98% of our conversations take place. It makes it easier for both of us to keep up with what's being said and who's supposed to do what. So when I get an email from a client or a text message, I generally respond to it via Slack during business hours. Now I confess, many of the messages that I send are scheduled for the next day because I type them after my business hours. The same goes for email responses. Something else that's gonna help you stick to your office boundaries in business is using an online scheduler which I talked about earlier. This is the key to make sure that you are not distracted by unscheduled phone calls and can focus on your work. And turn off all notifications so you aren't distracted when you're working, especially your email. That way you aren't tempted to open it up, stop what you're doing, and type a reply. Now all this being said, said, there are some exceptions where you may need to meet with a client or take a call outside of your normal business hours but this should be an exception and not the rule. And you need to make sure that you explain that when you make those types of arrangements. A good client is gonna understand that and they will appreciate you even more for it. Now let's review those three steps again. One, establish your boundaries. That's your office hours, specific times that you're gonna respond to messages, emails, and be on social media and then designate specific days with an online scheduler that you will take business calls. Step two, communicate your boundaries. Make sure you have an onboarding process that includes a welcome kit. That way it explains how your clients can expect to work with you and how you will respond to them. Then step three, stick to your boundaries. Discipline is required. You need to fight the urge to respond to messages and emails outside of your business hours. Setting up these boundaries for your business is gonna protect your sanity and you'll be able to focus on keeping your clients happy. Believe it or not, they're gonna respect you even more when you have these boundaries in place and you actually stick to them. Not to mention your income's gonna increase and you're going to be happy because you get to enjoy quality time with your family and friends. And remember this, if you say yes to something outside of the boundaries, it means you're saying no to something your boundaries are supposed to protect. The longer you're in business, the more important it is to set aside time to review the boundaries that you've set in your business to make sure that they're still serving you and your clients and moving you forward towards your goals so that you can live a more intentional life. Now, if you need help creating your onboarding process, your welcome kit, or getting the automation in place, please feel free to book a 60-minute clarity call with me. That's exactly what those calls are for. We will map out your process and get all the pieces in place so that you can cross this off your to-do list and focus on growing your business this year. Now, I wanna thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. You can find links to the episodes that I mentioned in the show notes, as well as a link to my calendar to schedule that call. Now, I want to hear from you. What boundary do you plan to put in place first? I would love for you to share it with me. To do that, screenshot this podcast episode, go over to Instagram stories, post that screenshot, and write what your boundary is that you're going to set with your clients from this moment forward, and tag me at the underscore Shannon Baker. I cannot wait to hear from you. And remember, you are more then enough. So until next time, keep calm and streamline.